welcome back to the Slim and Thick West Coast podcast. I know it has been a minute, but we are jumping on. So this is your girls. Hello, this is Thick. What is up? This is your girl Slim. Good morning, afternoon, or night. Mm, I've been missing that. <laughs> I'm missing that. It has been a hot minute. It's really, it's really my fault. I was just like, you know what? I don't, I don't feel like it. <laughs> I just don't feel like it. But to it. be fair, to be fair, I'm taking summer school, so. Oh yeah. You know. I That's should be fun. exempt. <laughs> you should be exempt. For being dramatic. For being dramatic. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. I think it's very relevant. And since we are about to start, like, back to school for everybody, I think everybody's feeling that. And me, myself, yeah. even. I'm despondent about everything. A little bit. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> just a little bit. Just, just don't a little care bit. a little bit. <laughs> but, I mean, let's just start off with a little mental health check-in. So slim since you are summer school and everything how has that been for you and where are you at mentally and everything i'm in health i think <laughs> i am in hell oh you mean um, the the just the satan's butthole of heat that's going on like <laughs> right mean, now and the entire summer i guess you could say figuratively and physically at this point literally <laughs> just, it is so hot outside <laughs> skin just sticks to itself it's ridiculous um, but no during summer school I think it's just you know mm-hmm. in all honesty just trying to keep up keeping up with like your assignments the assignments and just because okay here's my little rant about my classes right because I'm a certain way usually I'll be like oh you know something was bad but you know we can take something from it right this semester it was very hard to find the positive oh no oh no (laughs) okay like right now it's just it's it's just so complex (laughs) so complex like i'm doing course surveys and i don't want to like sound mean or anything but like i also want to honestly tell them that i feel like i didn't like if the if my professor themselves were taken out of the context of the class and I was right. only left with, like, the textbook and videos and PowerPoints, right. like, like I feel like there would be no difference. Ooh. Like, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, when I go mm. to my morning class and mm-hmm. the professor is speaking, it's kind of just, like, everything meanders into another thing or blends into another thing so it's hard to really pinpoint certain things on top of the fact that she has her screen share on and she'll have the powerpoint on but she won't go through the slides so she'll be like on one slide for the whole two hours of the class oh wow yes i'm like what okay that is kind of annoying i'm not gonna lie that's like then why does she have the screen share on Exactly. I'm just like, just have your face or something. Like, I just, I can't stare at this and then you're talking about something else. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. That can be, maybe, yeah. Maybe there's a lack of engagement. But, okay, to be fair, from what you were describing to me, you do have a pet peeve because there is a certain, there, it sounds like there's a little bit of, um, how do I want to say this? Chaotic energy from just some of the way that the classes are conducted maybe or navigated slightly yes 
I feel like I'm trying to be as polite as possible. Like I'm not trying to single out or anything, but the pet peeve of of Slim is my pet peeve is that I prefer to try and keep everything as organized as possible. Even if it might not be like an hour by hour basis, it's Mm -hmm. chunks of time are dedicated to certain things. Mm -hmm. So in the morning from eight to ten, that is our class time. Right. And if you have questions can feel free to do so correct but it should be during a certain portion of that time Mm -hmm. it's like it's respecting people's time right like like i never really thought about it until you like started describing it to me and the way that you look was priceless like (laughs) when you're just sitting there like slim is just over this um but yeah like when i mean like when we're doing things or we come on to zoom meetings and stuff you hear people's like okay now i'm gonna get started because i want to respect people's time and i always took that for granted but when you started when i started hearing you talk about it i'm like i understand why that now has to become like a necessary thing for people conducting sessions to do yes Usually I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, we're going to stay on topic or whatever. Uh-huh. But it's and begin, like, like, right on time. Exactly. But it's just, like, <laughs> when people have so many questions, and it's like, mm-hmm. people understand that you want to do good, because everybody wants to do good in the class, you right. know? And a lot of people can be confused, and a lot of people can feel overwhelmed. But it's like, when you point it out, and you're saying a lot of stuff, it's just like, well, I want to do good, and I just don't understand, and well, I don't understand why you have to do this and this and stuff like that. It's kind of like, why don't you just go to office hours and discuss it with them? It When it feels like someone's taking up a lot of the space and time of the class with needless chatter, which I yes. can be, admit I'm a little bit guilty of sometimes in certain instances, and now I have to be more conscious of that, to be honest. But yes. Yeah. It's just, yes. it's just like understanding like unconsciously or consciously that at some point Mm -hmm. you're like okay this is meandering into like Mm -hmm. something that's more personal and should Mm -hmm. be handled outside of a group lecture setting right and Mm -hmm. that's kind of the part that really frustrates me because I'm Mm -hmm. just like why yes you know yes but it's like also the people that bring up these concerns do also have the power to change the person's mind because they're quite insistent so yeah it's like I do benefit from that so I don't want to say that you know their their Mm -hmm. actions are you know all harmful because I understand where they're coming from with that but I'm just like we're in our like fifth semester we only have like three more semesters left of nursing school like yeah now is not the time to be like Debating this nervous energy you have, yeah, in trying to do good, you know. And you know what? Actually, I found very interesting. So, like, I've just recently did an orientation for a, a group that I'm I'm with, and what I really found very interesting was so they will leave room open for after to have like a kind of just a discussion thing, and that's when we just can have free form, just discussion, dialogue, whatever, right? And then like, but they were reserved like the social forum or like an online platform and that's where I saw like a lot of discussion I saw a lot of like long-form discussion and talking and back and forth and engagement like that and I thought that that was really great because I I just was like 
it re it respects the people that were coming on to the video and it's like we we reserve this time for this and this is what we're gonna keep and we're we're gonna keep this time for this and people know what's supposed to be done here so people can feel comfortable that later on i can hop on here and i can actually be talking and engage in this long discussion or whatever with other people that might want to be engaging in the discussion but respecting exactly. the time of others who might be like like you said like there's some people that were like i got work i got kids to feed i got stuff i gotta do i can't be sitting here having this long ass discussion exactly. with you or being stuck where it's <laughs> like the the professor is stuck in this conversation so she yes. never really specifically said like oh it's okay for you to leave so people are just like hanging around mm -hmm. like okay is the class over now do we leave or are right. we gonna say something else or you're and afraid you're gonna miss something exactly that is the most frustrating thing and that is my <laughs> biggest pet peeve because i'm just like i don't like to leave a class like super early before the professor is like okay like everything after this is just going to be like extra stuff if you want to stay for it but you can leave now especially if you feel that it might be on the test or if it's like you were kind of describing it where you're just like okay you don't really post anything okay i had a professor where everything was through lecture like mm -hmm. you only got the because every time we'd ask them like hey are we gonna post the directions for the paper or whatever online or whatever they would be like you know they were anti-canvas anti-computer anti-digital anything yeah. you had to be in class to get the directions to get the formatting to get all that information so if exactly. somebody was taking a long time asking a whole bunch of questions on one aspect or whatever and then we had to reserve the tail end for any further actual information that was the time where it's like i just got to duck out and i remember my time was so bad because i did miss like a key point that they were just like oh i forgot to mention you guys i wanted it in this format yeah. <laughs> that stuff angers me so much and my research class it's not like that where it's like she doesn't post stuff but it's like the stuff that she does post mm -hmm. it's still kind of vague to me it is i don't know like it's just, it can be yeah i just feel like i'm confusing myself more and more because it's <laughs> like she'll knock me for something that's not apa but then i'll be like okay but i use apa seventh edition and it says that it's this and she's like well you're not supposed to do this and i'm just like okay so then you have your own rules that you want us to follow and she's like no well technically you're supposed to be doing apa and you're supposed to be citing and i'm like professors don't like to admit this but it does come a lot down to personal preference because when you get into like like if you go into the hospital and stuff right and even we were like when we were supposed to be learning about doing our own progress notes and stuff we learned to talk in third person and stuff like that exactly and i've had professors be like no 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 it's perfectly it makes sense you know it doesn't make sense to talk in like third person or even growing up when i was like in school you were not supposed to mention like names or anything like that you were just supposed to be using like very general language for exactly. everything you don't directly talk about people or directly address like someone or anything it was yeah. so weird and then like i literally had to explain that to a professor who was like it was so awkward they were like the language is very awkward i was like i don't know how to address the author's work without using their name directly but i'm not supposed to do that and they're like what how can you yeah, talk about something without it. addressing it? I mean, well, I'm telling I, you guys. When I was writing my papers for the semester, I felt like I could not address the authors 
Or then I would get into this conundrum where it was like they were doing research from other researchers' papers. Yes. So I was like, do I address the researchers from the other papers by name? Or do I state the name of the research? Or do I say the author's research, but it's not theirs? Like, what do I do? And also, I was trained that you have to, if you're going to be referencing a piece of material, you have to say the full name of the author and their work at the very very beginning in like a full full on um in text like citation citation and then for the rest of it you can use the last name for it it's there's so many rules and there was so many different stuff and then i had professors who were just like i don't know Exactly. You don't need to do all of that. And that's what I'm saying. Like I, I know what you're referring to. Like I don't need you to do all that. My frustration is that I can appreciate the professor's <laughs> passion for research and writing papers and that she wants us to get interested in it because research and all that stuff can impact nursing and nursing practice and everything. Yes. And I understand that. I got that. But I was just like, you're teaching us like at a level where it's like you're just like throwing all of this information at us and we still don't fully understand what that information is, but yes. you're asking us to apply it and writing a very succinct, like short like paper. Yes. You know? So yeah. it's like we're trying to do the understanding of the concept phase also while we're doing the synthesization and application phase all in one all in one go. Yes. And that's the most frustrating part because I'm just like, when I try to get a very straightforward answer about something, it's mm-hmm. like, she's still trying to go about it in the general sense of like, well, you, you're like, you're starting up here. And I'm like, we got the general. We're asking specifically mm-hmm. about this. We're having an issue with this. Yeah. And it's, it's just like any person I ask, they're all confused. We're all confused. We don't we're know confused. how we got here. We don't know where we're going. It's just ridiculousness. Yeah, it's it's just a hellscape. I'm just like I, it's just a hellscape. It's just it's like when you're like in the maze and you reach that point where you're just like I just want to get out of here, but you don't know where you are and you're just like yes. flailing around, just hoping to find the exit. Like that's yes. just what it feels like, and I just I hate it. I hate that feeling. So and much. I hate the fact that I feel like I have to be acting like I know. What the hell I'm talking about because people are asking me questions and I'm Mm -hmm. just like oh yeah you just have to we have to do this and this and this and then they're like oh okay and then I'm just like but I always (laughs) feel like I have to end it with like but that's just in my opinion that's just my opinion (laughs) that's me faking it till I make it exactly that's me faking it till I make it I'm trying to be helpful but yeah it's like I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing like don't ask me questions I'm like I don't want you to get a bad grade and then you're like well she look how look how look how long we've we've been away so much that now I'm just I'm just I'm cussing I excuse me everybody I'm just going (laughs) off the rails already I've lost like all my professionalism and I'm about to start work like real life real work adulting work that I'm supposed to be professional about but oh yeah. yeah and I'm like I'm so frustrated about certain students like behaviors that I'm just like <laughs> now I'm also gonna be a tutor and I'm just like can I even do this can I do this without like just without freaking out like you usually no exactly. lie slim has been kind of low-key frustrating this last couple of weeks <laughs> legit I've been on the one hand I'm like super excited that I that she can come to me and I've been doing like research and mental health stuff and we've been talking about it and the DSM and it has been lit and I've been loving it but I can just see slim is just like I I'm so glad this is over. I want to get over with this. I hate this. 
I hope I never have to talk about any of this again. I don't want to ever, ever, ever even cover any of these topics. Research is blows. It's stupid. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm just like... Okay, it's terrible. It's dramatic as terrible. I am being dramatic. You know why? Because I just can't handle the mental gymnastics it takes for me to just not only deal with the concept, but also deal with the structure of the class. And I just, I like, it's one or the other with me, but if it's both, I'm just like, I, no. (laughs) I just don't want to do it. I don't want, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I don't do any of this. No. But I I think you've handled it. Ultimately, I think you've handled it like a champ. And I do understand why you're kind of, you're not kind of, you are definitely tired. It is a lot. And I think we've all been through a lot segueing, as you can tell, into <laughs> my next, my pet peeve and what has been going on and how I'm not handling it well is, um, okay, this whole pandemic thing. Here's the thing, people. I don't understand what we don't understand yet about this is a very serious disease and stuff is just hitting the wall like didn't I say this I was very cautiously optimistic and this is what happens months ago I said in pandemic fatigue (laughs) that I was like I'm cautiously optimistic I'm hoping that we are going to get better enough and we were going to come back out of this and we were going to get back into this and hopefully things will get better and Things were going to get better and everything like that. But what did I say? I don't know. Sometimes we are just like lemmings. We just love to run towards a cliff. And y'all maybe just F it up. And we just end up being like, you know what? Y'all going ham when you get back into the house. And what is happening again? I don't know. All of a sudden again, I'm hearing, oh, these cases are exploding. Again, what are you all out there doing? Spitting in each other's mouths? Like, I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand how it's like, oh, yeah, by July, we are going to get this stuff together. We're going to go outside. People are planning trips. Ooh, freedom. Ah, awesome, awesome. And the next thing I know, they're like, you know, y'all, y'all got to start wearing your masks again and stuff. We got to start social distancing. Like, we got to bit these mask mandates because this is... Now they might be like, we got to do mask... We have to do vaccine mandates. They're going to start to have to maybe require people to get vaccinated. Well, good. What is going on, people? People aren't getting the vaccine. That's it. That's what's happening. It's like people are going outside... And we're all just mouth breathing on each other <laughs> in, close, in close quarters. And now the cases have exploded and they're like, okay, now, you know, we thought if we lifted the mask mandate, y'all would want to be like, oh, let's get the vaccine. No, that's not what happened. After you got the taste of freedom. I just, I don't, exactly. I don't. It got, to, it got so bad here in Las Vegas that I literally saw a article talking about how Hawaii is warning its residents to not come to Las Vegas because of the COVID situation over here. Can you imagine that? (laughs) It's so bad in Hawaii, but even they're just like, you know what? You best just leave that alone. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) I just, okay. I, again, I want to respect people's autonomy to a certain level okay i understand that there are people that are vaccine hesitant they've always been vaccine hesitant i respect people's autonomy i just want to get that out of the way i know that there are legit reasons why people are hesitant to get vaccinated i know co-workers and other individuals that have disclosed that to me of why they are hesitant to get the vaccinated and why they've waited this long all that type of stuff but with that being said 
at this point, at this junction, okay, I feel like people are dying again. Okay. You have no recourse. There's no plan B. You just have to get the vaccine. Like that's it. That's our only thing. And I and if I have to hear, I'm sorry. I, if I have to hear one more person talk about how they're like, oh, they came out with the vaccine too fast. It's like that's the point of medicine. That's why you pay for stuff. Isn't that why you get angry at the doctor's office because you're not getting speedy service? The one time that we provide you speedy service, you're like, well, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, my hamburger. Came came out too fast the fast food was way too fast <laughs> exactly you're like i don't know if i want this now did i was like do you question china go-go when the go-go is really really like going exactly. <laughs> when it comes that fast or like at panda express when they give you your food in the express like by the time you make it to the cashier your food is ready exactly that's that's what we did you're like hey this, <laughs> it's this a need makes it faster we yes. need to be faster chipotle Subway. I, just, I don't know. And then people are like, well, it's supposed to be science. It's supposed to take time. And it's like, yeah, that was hundreds of uh, years of history of previous science that they worked on to get to this vaccine even faster. I just, I'm just concerned because, you know, I do know people that are hesitant and everything. But what, what, what concerns me is that, like I said, the whole mutation thing. Okay? If that happens we can reach a point of no return and another thing that just worries me as well is like if you are really listening to these stories right not just stories but like people like I know people that have disclosed that they've lost family members and that they have um had people that have experienced this disease and it's it's it attacks the lungs and it is serious you know and I mean, there's others that have said, okay, I got it, it, I, it passed, and I got over it, and I survived, and all that. And, and again, full disclaimer, like, there's people that have got vaccinated that's, that, that are pushing anti-vax sentiment, okay? So, let's get that out of the way, for sure. There are people that are not disclosing their vac- vaccination status. And another thing, too, as well. Your vaccination status, people are allowed to ask you about your vaccination status. You have every right to not tell them if you don't feel like it, but, but they, that is not a HIPAA protection. Let's just get that out yeah, of the way, Yeah, they can too. ask you whether or not you're vaccinated. And that's you can not, decide not to answer or whatever, but yes, that's not a HIPAA violation, okay? So let's get, again, let's get that thing to stop because yeah, that's nonsense. <laughs> I know you. I know your name. <laughs> So that's not a thing. This is a very serious situation and I'm just getting very frustrated because I feel like there are people that are needlessly dying and that is why I feel that there's a sense of urgency around this. And right now we're doing the Olympics, right? Which brings us to the next thing with Simone Biles, okay? And conservatives and other people, you need to keep her name out of your mouth, okay? You need to keep her name out of your mouth because you know what? Literally, she was like, I'm going to take care of my mental health and I'm going to take care of myself. And y'all are up in, you know, arms because you're like, oh, you're disrespecting the country. You're damaging our country and you're selfish. And Charlie Kirk, who was just like, you're a sociopath. So I'm just like, look up the definition of what a sociopath is, sir. Stop. Stop now. Um, which someone was like, you're making the argument of a mental illness 
to 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 basically argue that she doesn't have a mental illness what are you doing like what what, what are you saying i'm on, i'm confused <laughs> so if if, you, if she does have a mental illness then yeah she was right to pull out right because that's a mental illness but anyways i digress anyways <laughs> no like she can take care of herself leave her alone leave her alone <laughs> like out of any other time of the year like as soon as the olympics if she did like participate and stuff like that and they did win gold like after the olympics were over you would have just forgot all about her anyways and you don't care the next four years at the next olympics yeah he was literally like look at these four foot like what four foot 11 like russian kids and i was just like you know simone biles is four foot eight right yeah he's and so it was just like all gymnasts are pretty short actually they're not very tall I'm just like, why is that your argument? <laughs> why are you mad about that? Why are you mad about height? Like, what is it? What are you? And that they're Russians. Yeah, they're 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 Ru- yeah, Russians are dip- gymnasts. They are. They are. And you know what? You know what? <laughs> to argue your point, I watched one of the Russian men do his floor routine with a broken, like or like uh, injury to his like uh, Achilles tendon or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it was. And he did amazing. They f- I mean, would I have preferred if he stayed out of it? Because I'm like, this is for sure not worth the risk of you re-injuring yourself. Hell yeah. But I'm like, he deserved gold. Those Russian men deserved gold. Okay? The, the Russian gymnast, because if you watch the documentary that they did about the Larry Nassar um, assaults from um, the USA gymnast, they base their trainings off of Russia basically and the russian training regimen is rigorous and they are really brutal against their um athletes it's kind of like how we were watching that thing on k-pop yeah and how they groom and build their k-pop stars you know it is a serious commitment to be a russian gymnast and that um they try to bring up that um the strug um gymnast Mm -hmm. who performed on a broken she had to she had to she indicated that her coach forced her to keep performing and to go back out there she did not want to go back out there but she had to she had no choice and that was the last time she ever performed she had to give up the sport that she loved because it was catastrophic damage to her body. Yeah. And so basically you're asking somebody, again, like she, that's what Simone Biles, and essentially that's what Simone Biles said. She said, that I do this because I loved it. And I'm making the choice to decide to step out so that I can, can that at some point, you know, if I do, you know, want to do it again, I can exactly. still perform. I can still do it. So... No, I don't want to encourage that. She has the freedom to choose whether or not she wants to do that. I'm not saying that because it's like Russia or whatever and their their tactics, that's the reason why they won. Like, don't don't get it freaking twisted, okay? Don't come out there and put words in my mouth. No, I think it's toxic. That's what I'm saying is the culture that that can be toxic. I'm not sure if that's still what it is today. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, okay? I don't regularly read Russian news, all right? But... (laughs) I thought that the way that they were describing it was that he had the option to stay out of it. He had okay. the option to not go. 
but he still chose to go okay um so hopefully they they have changed but yeah i'm like hoping so but i'm just like you we can't just say like oh like fuck those russian guys because they're from russia you know like it's the olympics like it's not no nobody honestly really cares about the olympics they just want to watch a lot of people do sports for some reason (laughs) i i don't shrug off the athletes and what they do i do know they work very hard and i don't want to and i don't mean to say that that what they do is not difficult and not um, what they achieve any athlete that has like has the ability to go to the olympics like they have worked very hard and even the people that didn't make it to the olympics they worked very 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 hard. hard and they're very very extraordinary and i just i'm just saying i think yes i think we have this culture where yes they have bred this whole thing where it is performative though we have to keep in mind this is also a performance people are competing as a performance for our enjoyment and to a certain extent we must also respect them as people they are still people they're not just here for amusement to like be a part of this you know Mm -hmm. like to be a part of it because you know one the first thing about it is that it's their choice and that's what they want to do like yes. it's for them and two it's because they know that other people are going to be watching and they want to represent their mm-hmm. nation the best that they can and Simone Biles decided that she was not going to be able to represent the United States the best Properly. way that she, or she represent herself like she could, either or herself or her teammates and mm-hmm. she decided to pull out and I don't think that that hindered anybody I think, yeah, and if she decided to give her teammates the ability to step up and do something, then that's that's also exactly. another thing. I think, again, too, though... I think it's disrespectful to her teammates that you guys were kind of putting all the entire gymnastic rounds on Simone Biles' shoulders, and you kind of just had them as secondary characters. I think that's fully disrespectful to them. That's true, too. Like, to, 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 to put that much pressure on her as well isn't... Um, and then also, yeah, true to just be like, okay, you guys are just here as a backup for, yeah, you know, they this need is to her have show. A team for the team events, you know. Yeah, um, that is a good point too. I think also as well. So how we are having the Olympics, I think it's very ironic here. Here's the thing that's ironic with this whole situation for me. I we we somehow have this idea of that. Simone Biles represents us collectively as a country, and we have this nationalism idea with the Olympics. But then at the same time, we're harping about individualism and individual responsibility. Yeah. It's, this dichotomy is, is really perplexing to me. Because here's something else, too, that's very, that's very interesting. So I was watching a, um... A gravel you so it's the antithesis of breaker you so oh, okay. shout out to them but the gravel institute um video and it was called like how um how um the american education system or the american college system became like a scam but interestingly enough harry s truman back in like i think 1914 or something like that um that day could be wrong hey you guys it's Mm -hmm. late (laughs) um but he had come i know it was just during harry s truman actually so he was a president he commissioned a commission to um 
like a, a commission or a board to examine college education and the education system in America. And he said, figure out how we improve it, how we make it better, and how we make it really effective, the most effective for the country. And the commission came back and they actually came back and said, here's the thing. What we need to do in order to make sure or ensure that our college system and our education system is good is that education needs to be a core component and a priority because education is the one thing that if available to all of our citizens will 100% have payback 10 times over long term because if all of our citizens are educated thoroughly we will have way better productivity in work we will have way better um you know civil participation like in elections and we'll have way better members of society in our communities that will be more involved and that can help solve a lot of solutions and come up with a lot of um community networks and things that will fulfill the nation and that will ultimately make our nation way more effective way more beneficial for everybody and that will help to address basically classism racism um sexism and all the other issues that we have in all of our communities and so in order for that though we have to make sure that education is accessible to everybody though everybody quality education accessible to everybody regardless of gender sex race and financial situation or ability to pay yeah and they said that means making you know freshman and sophomore year free you know to individuals um making grants or giving or allotting grants to citizens or something like that during those years to cover all their expenses at that time and then for the other the other years or whatever keeping tuition at a low fixed price um so that again it's still affordable for all individuals in society possibly eliminating the cost of college altogether if you're going post-secondary like a higher than um higher than just your bachelor's and then um also incentivizing people to to go to go to college and incentivizing them by you know increasing pay or increasing um you know the grant amounts so subsidizing students um, living expenses when going to college so whether it be their rent food gas other things like that and living expenses covering that type of stuff and helping them transition into you know their career field and things like that so there was a lot of suggestions like that that the commission actually came up with and suggested and then they were like okay so like how will we pay for this and so they said actually the key thing is if we make this a focus and we do it as a collective, meaning that this is a collective effort. Everybody joins in on this and that we all agree and we all buy into this as a society. Over time, with the increase in productivity, over time, it will pay for itself. Because 
the country is going to increase in productivity our gdp and our growth and the way that people are going to be way more educated um being way more more higher career fields and positions and working so much more they're earning way more money they're in better career fields they're going to be spending more and all of that that will improve our society tenfold and that will definitely cover the expenses of of covering education because we all collectively buy in to that as a priority and um we didn't do that (laughs) i mean clearly we didn't do that um so i just thought that was really interesting because like they said like yeah like the commission did this all the way back in the 1900s or whatever Harris, Truman, and them, they came up with that. And the key thing I said there, the key thing said this only works if we make a collective decision and we do this as a collective. It's the same thing they said for, like, healthcare and the same thing they said for, like, eliminating diseases and things like that. So, like, mass public health campaigns and stuff, like the Spanish flu and all that type of stuff, those are collective actions. So every time people keep talking about, like, this nationalism and doing what's right for America and all this type of stuff, I find it so interesting and eye-opening that this indi- this hyper-individualism and this hyper meritocracy but it's up to the individual the individual the individual but there is a lack of community and collective discussion do you know what i mean yeah and like we're not talking about stuff that would actually help our nation or actually support the idea of what our nation stands for and even when you're like talking about nursing school and stuff you're like (laughs) it's not even made that we can actually support each other and actually build a community it's more kind of like they're like yeah yeah you guys should be like friends now you made it in you're the cream of the crop but they're still like we know we have to fight these people when we get out of here these are not my friends i'm like it's only (laughs) until we graduate and then after that i'm gonna be like I mean, everybody obviously is going to move on and do do it not, obviously, in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Some of them might stay, some of them might go, or whatever. But I'm like, no matter where I'm going, I'm going to be fighting another nursing student who's got to be like, I want to work here, I want this job, you know? Right. So, it's like, I have to hope that, <laughs> I want people to, like, pass, because I'm like, I know that, in general, we need nurses. But at the end of the day, I'm like, but not enough that I don't get a job. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just like, this, this, this is, it's so, I don't know how to describe it. It's so, like, anti, right? Like, how, yeah. how, and, it's, and, I, and I'm like, and this whole COVID thing, it needs collective action. This does not work on an individual basis. Like, yeah, I got my shot, and I was like, I did my part. That's great. And literally, I was listening to Bo of the Fifth Column, and he was literally like, at this point now, you got the shot. And you're going to wear the mask and do that. But you're doing it basically. Because um, I was of the opinion. Okay. I was of the opinion. Because now I'm just like, yeah. Because I can see the people that are frustrated. They're like, I did what I was supposed to do. I wore the mask. I washed my hands. I got the vaccination. I, you know, me and you, we, we went through the side effects. We got our second shot. And we did everything. And now we're going to have to go back and wearing 
our masks and everything like that. And contrary yeah. to what people might think, we do not like wearing masks, okay? I hate it. I hate it with a passion. I hate having to remember to have one. Slim constantly forgot what hers, and we'd have to go I back and pay. <laughs> I would have to drive all the way back home because I forgot it. But, we hated it. Yeah. I hated hand sanitizer every single time I had to rub that on to my hands everywhere I, I went I hated to. not being able to touch things, which was weird. I mm. never thought that that was something that I like to do, but it's like being in the store and stuff like that, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't mm. like, because usually what I would do is like if I'm buying a bag of chips, I would like, yeah. everybody does this, but it's like you would feel it to be like, okay, which one has, like, the least amount of air? And, like, now I can't do that. Because I never did like, that. Be, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> I never did that. <laughs> yes. You feel the bag because you're, like, there's one is just, like, always, like, I'm just learning air. this about her, everybody. I have no idea what she's talking about. It's, like, you find a bag <laughs> that has the least amount of air. You would scroll around the little cans to find the one that has no dents. All of that stuff. What? Do not lie and say that you don't do that. I never, never, not once ever did that. I always do that. What? I'll push some of the cans to the side because I'm like, I specifically want one from the back. <laughs> oh my goodness. I never noticed this. I never knew this. I do that. Never, ever. I just always take from what, what's there. Just make sure at least from what I can see it's not messed up or anything and then I just pick up that one you gotta inspect it because some of them will have like dents like in the back that you might not notice because you're like oh this looks fine no (laughs) this is you know but but actually I understand what you mean and that actually is very diligent of you how come you're not this diligent at home when you're cleaning up and stuff cleaning up what like, she'll have, you have rows of water bottles just sitting there on your, you're one of those people. Yeah, she's just like, whatever. And then, but she's like, gotta inspect this and make sure it's... Okay, that's because I'm bringing it home and I'm like, everybody's gonna use this. That <laughs> okay. is my space. Leave my space alone. Yes. Like... Slim is the backbone of this family. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> okay. I am, actually. <laughs> Thank you for recognizing this. You're I, welcome. I can't. I just thought I'm just I just thought that was funny because I'm like no one's ever just looked at you like what is she, what is she doing? No, I don't care. Mind your business because I'm minding my business. Oh my gosh! I'm yeah. like you'll be able to get your own. Just I'm let me get the one that I want. And now I'm just, okay, yeah. And so, like, but, yeah, that, that's definitely what I'm saying. It's just, like, it was annoying already just having to to, to do, to, to just. always put on a yes, mask. and do all that. Because it's so hot outside, you immediately want to take it off outside. And, and then you're, like, once I go back inside, oh, I gotta put it back on. And then stick to the little things on the floor, which I never, which I never followed. Nobody the little markers those. on the little footsteps Nobody on the floor. Nobody those In the grocery lines. The grocery I would, like, aisles. I would get so freaking pissed. You have no idea. I'd be like, I'm on my marker, and this lady behind me with her cart will just be literally in my ass. I'm like, can you please back up because that is not six feet. <laughs> okay, I feel like I feel like we're just following the six feet just because you're irritated by personal space that's the only good thing is if you like you like I personal bu- i love personal bubbles don't get near me in I know. general i'm like don't touch me don't 
breathe near me. I did I have someone it. actually, like, I was standing in the store, and they did, like, cross in front of me, just, like, real up close, and I was just, like, I don't, okay, I do kind of want the six feet back. Go away. Stop. I hate it. I don't like it. I hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> I just, I, I was kind of laughing though, because I was like, okay, that's the only benefit from this. But other than that, like, yeah, we don't like that stuff. We, 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 nobody likes that stuff. Nobody enjoys that. Okay? So, I get that. I get that. But then the collective action and the, and the collective reaction should be, okay, let's do what we can to end this. Exactly. That should be the understanding. But I'm just like, the way that people are behaving, I'm just like, what does it take for you to all, like, take this seriously? And even people, literally there's people, okay, I'm getting frustrated too, seeing the videos of people that, okay, I get into the hospital, and then they're sick, and then they're still like, but I'm still not getting the vaccine. And I'm just like, you're almost on a ventilator. That infuriates me to no end, because then I'm just like, why are you in the hospital? Why are you in the hospital? Why are you here? Just so that you can get treated, go back out there knowing full well that you can get it again, and then you're just going to show up back here. And like, why? And people literally are dying. Again, people literally, unvaccinated people are dying. And I don't know how much more of that. And, and that, like I said with Bo, he was just like, now at this point, you're only vaccinated and doing the six feet and everything. We're only doing that for their benefit, which I was kind of a little bit like, uh, I feel like they should just get their comeuppance, which I know that sounds terrible. I'm sorry. That is terrible. I know that. I don't think anyone should die. I just want to put that on record. I don't think anyone should die. I don't think people should be allowed to get hurt. I mean, no. Nobody wants people to die. Nobody wants people to, like, get hurt. Get hurt. Of course. But I'm just like, if you get scared, and you're like, <laughs> Oh no, like I need to change my ways. Slim wants, you know, Slim wants, like Slim wants Christmas- to fear a god a little bit in some people. <laughs> just a little bit. A Christmas carols type of scare is what is necessary. Like Ghosts of Christmas Future. Where some like, oh, gasping no. a little bit here, body aches, you know. You know, they're like, oh. maybe your bones shake a little bit inside you. It wouldn't hurt. I know. When the doctor <laughs> comes into the office and they're like, we don't want to alarm you. And that little feeling you get, like, oh shit. Like, that's that feeling. You're horrible. (laughs) You're horrible. Hey, dude, if after hearing how many people have passed away and they're still like, I'm not getting the vaccine, then, yeah, somebody needs to scare you a little bit into doing what you need to do, I guess. And also, Slim, last time, she did kind of say it poetically, but it's just like, if if hearing like, oh, you can pass it on to elder people, and they could die, and you're still like, I really don't care, I don't, don't give an F, then F you too, you know what, yeah, okay, I don't really care for those people, I don't, I don't care if you catch it, you're, you're a jerk. <laughs> If that doesn't motivate you, like, innocent elderly people or babies or whatever could catch it and die, like, then, no, F you, then. No. (laughs) If that doesn't motivate you, then I don't care. Exactly. Um, But, yeah, like, I I just think that's the frustrating thing. And then, like, now we're going back in with school, and if kids can get it and start spreading it, it's just so much. And the people that are complaining are the ones that are complaining that Simone Biles is like, ah, she just... She just gave up. She just gave up. And I'm like, y'all, y'all are complaining about wearing a mask in a Smith's for like five minutes. Seriously. Sit down. Sit down, sir. I don't want to hear it now at this (laughs) point. Uh, Anyways, this, 
this has been a minute but i was just i, I just want to come on because this is just frustration upon frustration and i'm about to enter into the school and everything and i'm just they had an outbreak apparently in the offices and i'm just like i i can see this going downhill so fast because so so very fast and you're supposed to be returning in person aren't you that's the plan but i mean <laughs> with everything that's happening recently i've been talking to some professors and they're just like nah man i'm not gonna risk it i'm just doing it online <laughs> and i was like you know good on you for making that decision i mean how do you feel i feel like it's being in person like mm-hmm. i feel like i'm more i pay more attention in class when i'm in person obviously because i'm right. like, I'm physically there i'm physically dedicating time to this you know of course but i'm just like if that's gonna be putting other people at risk or people that i know and care about at risk like of literally course. there's like the risk do not outweigh the benefits for something like that yeah i know i feel like i'm just screaming into the ether at this point because yeah. and then this whole delta variant i know that sounds like because people are just like oh my god delta variant it's it just sounds scary and i just with our track record we just we're bad at things that that we don't know about i'm concerned because this delta variant i feel like has been hanging around long enough that it's like it's mutated and it's like true we don't really know how many variations and mutations have already occurred because some people have only had one dose of the vaccine some people have both dose of the vaccine some people have no dose of the vaccine and so as far kind of as like, I know you said that there are indicated that there's possibly people that are getting that even though they've they've had COVID before, they are getting it again. And I think that has been confirmed yeah, that you can't get it again. So, it once are getting it again. so that is something that people should also consider as well. That yes, just because you've had it once does not mean that you have built up an immunity to it. You can get it again because i have seen some posts and people indicating that that is not a fact that is not a fact that if you got it once you have an immunity to it okay exactly um and if you do if you did get the vaccine you are still liable to get covid you have we have to be honest about that you can still get it yeah get it the vaccine is significantly reduced Yes, yes the vaccine's purpose is to reduce the likelihood of that happening but and it does, it does it has been proven happen. to significantly reduce that yes because like we said 99 percent of the people that have caught and died at this point are unvaccinated completely unvaccinated yeah but if you do get it and you are vaccinated the purpose also, is that yeah. it should give you antibodies similar enough to covid um, the COVID general strain that it should at least reduce the symptoms. So, so yes. it's not as intense. Yes. So that those are the two things. I'm going to try and also put more information again up on the website with vaccination information. It should be available at most places. I haven't seen a place where I've gone really that they don't they don't have ask about a vaccine and get your vaccination or set yourself up to get vaccination or vaccinated. Sorry. Um, so again. I mean, uh, like we're saying, we're being honest about that. We're all vaccinated here at the Slim and Thick podcast, so we'll, we can openly give the, our vaccination status. I, I, we don't, I think we've I already really given really that. Asked me a 
they got vaccinated. Yeah, I'm like, true. Oh, yeah, I was one of the first people. As soon as they said you can get vaccinated, I was there. Slim was, yeah, she she was. And uh, I got mine weeks later. I did also go into detail about any side effects that we experienced. Um, Father Slim, he he had some... He got sick. um, And then even um, Mother Slim Thick, she she, she is immunocompromised, but she, as soon as she was able to, we got the the go-ahead, she's she's vaccinated. She's a-okay. And she's better, yes. So, uh, all of us, we fit, we have some, it's a peace of mind. It's another protection. We still do yeah. wear our masks and things like that when we can. So, again, it's just a precaution. If you can avoid getting sick, passing it on to other people, it's just, it's just something that we, we, we just want to make sure that nobody has to go through the death of a family member or anything. Um, I've known people that have, have, have experienced that and it is serious. So again, I'm, we're just trying to give that information out there and, um, and just get the most accurate information as possible. I mean, as soon as we know more information about the Delta variants and what's going on with that, I'll try and put that up, but yeah. Um, but that's the purpose of the vaccine Yeah. and what it does. <laughs> it, you make the decision, make the decision. But I just, I don't, I don't see the unnecessary. I don't see the risk being as large as not getting the the vaccine, basically, at this point. Especially with school coming back into session and people going back in person. Yeah. Especially Especially kids. for kids, I don't think they, I don't know what the vaccination status is, if they're allowing children. I think it's good. 10 and older, but the younger, I don't. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, they're not getting vaccinated. And those, and you like you said, like, you, they are, they don't really wear masks. Like, I haven't really seen a lot gross. of... I <laughs> and I and, and it's very difficult for you to control kids and make sure that they wear their mask and keep them on and not touch their face. Like, that was another thing. I didn't realize how much I touched my face until, like, this started. Like, I touched yeah. my face a lot. Okay? I do. Sadly, but again, it's just one of those things. And you being in the hospital, the hospitals are filling up. We we are we do not have the infrastructure. And I know people don't like to hear this, but it is facts. We the the housing moratorium is over. Yeah. Okay. So again, having a lot of people being kicked out and stuff like that during a pandemic spreading is just no. We our housing infrastructure can't handle it. We are low on social workers, and we are low on, like Slim said, we are low on nurses. She can attest to that. So, <laughs> our infrastructure is not is not built to handle rises in both of those things. Yeah. So, if you can avoid it, if you can take care of yourself, um, all that type of stuff, do it. <laughs> just do it. I can't, we can't implore you to just do it. Yeah. And we'll be here to help as much as we can. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, send a shout out. You know, you can go onto the website, the slimthickpodcast.com. Exactly. Or message us on our Facebook or join our Facebook group. Yes. And we will try to maybe do this another time soon as possible. Yes. You no know, that allows <laughs> maybe, hopefully, We'll see if Slim is out for it.
for it because I, I I try to include her in this. I don't like to be alone on here. Yeah, <laughs> just talking into the ether. Yeah, I was being dramatic. And no. Now I'm back, so yes. I can be dramatic on here now. Yes. So we love you all, and we hope to see you in the next episode. Yes, we hope to see you in the next episode. Uh, again, check out our Facebook, our Facebook yes. group, our website, our Instagram, and make sure to send us messages with any topics that you want us to talk about or Yay! anything that you feel like we should know about in case we are kind of behind on information or if there are any better resources that we can go to to A, support those people, but also get proper information from. Yes. Awesome. Perfect. All right. So we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.